Good morning. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we're going to be talking about chapters 6 through 9 of Net. To summarize the end of the novel, they were evacuated from two different camps um, because the Russians were coming in and they were afraid that like the concentration camps would be found, so they were going to leave, and then they blew them up. But a lot of them died on the way because it was snowing a lot, and they made them run for miles and miles, and you really can't withstand that. So a lot of them died, and a lot of them died in the um, the train because it was such a tight space. They put a hundred in each cart, um, and just like suffocation, falling on each other, not having food, not having water for days on end. Um, but they got to their last concentration camp, and they were so close to getting out, and. Um, Unfortunately, his dad did not make it, but he got out, um, his dad at first wasn't going to make it when they got to the third camp, but, um, then he got up, but then he was really sick and he ended up dying, um, just in his cot, but he didn't, um, Ella didn't even get to say goodbye to his dad, they just, like, moved his corpse to the crematorium before he even woke up, so he didn't really get to say goodbye to his dad at all, and that was kind of, it was ended, as him, like, um, looking back at it all, like, how he is now, like, he just kind of told, said a little bit about how he is now. The changes that Ellie went through, in the beginning of the book, he was religious, and he wanted to get closer to God, and he was trying to look for a mentor, something to help him grow his religion, and help him to get closer to God. But as the book went on, he got sent to concentration camps. His faith with God kind of faded. And he started to get more tough. And he started to grow up more. But he was also really rude sometimes. Um, Like, towards the end, when his father was dying, he was very rude to his father. Like, why? Why do you want water? Water's going to make you die. Why do you want all this? And some guy at the concentration camp told him, Stop thinking about other people. Stop helping your father. When you're in a concentration camp, you only think about yourself because you're the only one that matters. Like, stop giving him your rations. Stop caring for him. But Billy didn't really listen to that, but it did play in the back of his mind. He still gave his dad rations, but he did get frustrated with his dad a lot. Like, why are you you always begging for water and why are you not eating? Like, you could become better. You don't have to be ill. And, but his dad ended up dying. So, but still, some difficult decisions that he had to make was, do I help my dad? Do I give my dad rations? Do I do things for him? Or do I just let him die? Do I help my dad when he's, like, falling behind in the group when we're marching? Do I stay with him? Should I have stayed in the informatory where the Russians would have came and got me? And I would have been free already. Or do I go with my dad? Or... Do I help these kids that are having a hard time marching this whole time while they were leaving the concentration camp? Do I help them or do I keep going? Or do I do I just sit here and watch people die or am I going to help them? So, he had a lot of difficult decisions to make. Alright, the main character. He both failed and prevailed in his life. Um, the ways he failed was the concentration camps definitely made him too, grow up too fast. And his religion with God, they stopped when there. But um, some prayers came along, even when he didn't believe. 
in God um, at that moment. Um, some prayers still came in. And he also um, failed because he was very rude to his dad during his last um, hours and last last couple days of his death he, before he died. He was very not caring and very rude. I, he may have been caring to other people that read this book, but I felt that he was not caring at all. Um, some ways he prevailed his life, he survived a concentration camp. He survived... And he might have just been skin and bones, but he survived. He he is, you know, survived. Like, that is huge. And you should, that is how you prevail your, your life. He also, he, I he helped many people in the concentration camp. He encouraged them. He, he was like, they were like a family, kind of. And even though he didn't help his dad when he was in his dying stages, he still helped his dad a lot, even when they were, um, like, separated. He still helps them a lot. Helps him a lot. Keep up with the group. Keep up with his work. Because he was old. And he was 50 when he went to concentration camp. So I think he was... He probably... He was in there for like... He was like 52 when he died. I don't know. 52, 53. I don't know. Um, still, that's a young age to die. But he... I could tell that the dad was going to die because he's very worn out. But still, Ellie prevailed in his life, but also failed in some ways. Now we're going to interview Ellie about his experience. So the first question, I asked him three questions. The first question is, how are you? And his response was feeling a lot better because obviously he didn't have a lot of food. Um, he did come down with an he said he came down with an illness um, after um, a couple weeks after being out of the concentration camp, but now he's all better and is starting to gain back some of his muscle and his weight. Okay. Second question is, how's your leg? Um, he said that he ended, it, it's good. He ended up having to just get it restitched, um, but his leg is starting to feel much better. Um, and I said, how is life outside the concentration camp now? And he said that it's, it's great to be free, but sometimes it's... Um, he has a lot of different memories of it that aren't good, but um, he definitely said he misses his family a lot. So. Those are the three questions I have for him, um, and those were my res his responses. My overall thoughts over the book is I thought this was a great book and showing kind of what happened in the Holocaust and in concentration camps. I give a really good overview of kind of what the concentration camps looked like. If I, as I was reading this book, I could just be like, I could imagine what the blocks looked like. I could imagine what the soup like area looked like. I could imagine what their bunks looked like. Maybe my imagination of what it looked like wasn't what it actually looked like, but I felt the description was really rich and really good. Um, but um, this book is something that I would definitely read. I compare it to Mouse, but I like this book a little bit more than Mouse because Mouse was a graphic novel and I'm more of like just reading words and imagining in my head. But I felt that they were both stories that could be compared and had a really, really good like description of what happened. If I th thought, if I could think about which one gave me a better view of actually what happened, I'd say Night because I felt the description was just a lot better than Mouse. Um, pictures... Um, the pictures in Mouse weren't always as good as in Night. If I was reading Night, I could imagine exactly what he was saying. Um, but I love this book, and I would definitely read it again and recommend it for somebody to read who's learning about the Holocaust. 
thank you for listening to the podcast and this is all i have to say about night and this is the last podcast out of three about night